audacity of hope, to find hope in the midst of despair is a sacred thing born of wings we cannot remember we once had, not knowing we will have them again. To wrench joy from the jaws of unthinking degradation is a triumph beyond compare. To find solace in the swirling abyss of sorrow is as courageous an act as we might perform. To seek beauty in a massive pile of scattered dreams is cradling a tender innocence that cannot die. To find sanctuary within a crevice of noise is a display of unconscious heroism. To create within the rubble of destruction is elaborating upon the tenets of bravery. To have faith when the sky is crashing around you is to demonstrate the strength of being more than merely human. To rise again from the grief that befell you is to succeed in gathering wisdom to gather wisdom from such agony is a sacred thing born of wings
was younger, I was impatient because I had the naivety of thinking that dreams would come quickly. But the best things in life take time. From simple things like food, preparation to more complicated issues of parenting and marriage, the best things in life take time. People who don't have time to cook don't cook well because the best things in life take time. You can get married, you can have a wedding in 30 minutes, but it takes years to have a marriage. The best things in life take what? It is a sharp contrast between being rich and being wealthy. You can hit the lottery, receive an inheritance. Uh, you can be catapulted from rags to riches, and you can be rich quick. So many define wealth differently than how I will today. True wealth isn't just about money, but it is about the lessons you learn while struggling upward. If you have money without wisdom, you will soon be parted from your money. The best things in life take time, takes relationships. You've got the money, but because it was given to you quickly, you didn't build the infrastructure to sustain it. You don't have the relationships to sustain it. You don't have the information to sustain it. And most people who get the lottery, 70 to 80% of them go broke within five years. You can't imagine that you could hit that much money and lose it. But the truth of the matter is, God is teaching us that the best things in life take time. There are things that you learn from struggling. There are things that you learn from tests and trials and trial and error. And listen at Solomon, the wise man, the wise man. He says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. He says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. You've got purpose, but do you understand season and time? Now, we read over that quickly, but we really don't think about it. Because if we thought about it, we would understand that some people are seasonal. Relationships are seasonal. Some opportunities are seasonal. And yet when we see the seasons change, we think the blessing has ceased. But it is not that the blessing has ceased. It is that the season has changed. There's a great deal. I got a lot of trees in my yard. There's a great deal of difference between how my yard looks in the spring and how it looks in the fall. And by the time it gets to winter, quite frankly, the trees are ugly and barren and destitute. And if you came in the winter and saw it, you would have no idea of how beautiful it would be if it takes time. There is a time to be born. And there is a time to die. If I had time, I'd talk about that they are very similar birth and death. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Now listen to what he says. There's a time to plant and there's a time to pluck up that which is planted. Do you know the difference in your life? 
after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord who is at your right hand will smite kings in the day of his wrath. He will rule over the nations. He will heap high the corpses. He will smash heads over the wide earth. He will drink from the brook beside the road. Therefore, he will lift high his head. Psalm 116, Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplication because he has inclined his ear to me whenever I called upon him. The cords of death entangled me the grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O oh Lord, I pray you save my life. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is full of compassion. The Lord watches over the innocent. I was brought very low and he helped me. Turn again to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has treated you well, for you have rescued my life from death, my eyes from tears and my feet from stumbling. I will walk in the presence of the Lord in the land of the living. I believed even when I said, I 
have been brought very low. In my distress, I said, no one can be trusted. How shall I repay the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Psalm 117. Psalm number 117. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Lord, him, all you peoples. For his loving kindness toward us us is great and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy Old Testament of the Bible in the book Deuteronomy chapter 34 verses 1 through 12. Deuteronomy 34 and 1 through 12. Then Moses went up from 
the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo to the top of Pisgah. Pisgah, which is opposite Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land, Gilead as far as Dan, or Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, or the land of Judah as far as the western sea, the Negev, and the plain that is the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees, as far as Sur, the Lord said to him, quote, This is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. Close quote. Then Moses, peace be upon him, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab at the Lord's command. He was buried in a valley in the land of Moab opposite Beit Peor. But no one knows his burial place to this day. Moses, peace be upon him, was 120 years old when he died. His sight was unimpaired, and his vigor had not abated. The Israelites wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. Then the period of mourning for Moses was ended. Joshua, peace be upon him, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him and the Israelites obeyed him doing as the Lord had commanded Moses. Never since has there arisen a prophet in Israel like Moses whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unequaled for all the signs and wonders 
that the Lord sent him to perform in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and his entire land and for all the mighty deeds and all the terrifying displays of power that Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. Bible New Testament book, Romans 10 and 14 through 21. Romans chapter 10 and verses 14 through 21. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to Proclaim him. And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all have obeyed the good news. For Isaiah, peace be upon him, says, Lord, who has believed our message? So, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed. They have, for their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. Again, I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses, peace be upon him says, quote, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation with a foolish nation. I will make you angry. Close quote. Then Isaiah, peace be upon him, is so bold as to say, quote, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. Close quote. 
prophet of Israel, he said, all day long, I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. Bible, New Testament, Gospel of Matthew 24 and 32 through 51. Matthew chapter 24 verses 32 through 51. 5 1. From the fig tree learn its lesson as soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves. You know that summer is near. So also when you see all these things, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So, too, will be the coming of the Son of Man Then two will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know On what day your Lord is coming? But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, 
he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Quote, Who then is the faithful and wise slave whom his master has put in charge of his household to give the other slaves their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly, I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked slave says to himself, my master is delayed and he begins to beat his fellow slaves and eats and drinks with drunkards. The master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour that he does not know he will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Psalm 107, the Bible book of Psalms, number 107, part 2. The Lord changed rivers into deserts and water springs into thirsty ground, a fruitful land into salt flats because of the wickedness of those who dwell there. He changed deserts into pools of water and dry land into water springs he settled the hungry there and they founded a city to dwell in they sowed fields and planted vineyards and 
brought in a fruitful harvest. He blessed them so that they increased greatly. He did not let their herds decrease. Yet, when they were diminished and brought low through stress of adversity and sorrow, he poured contempt on princes and makes them wander in trackless wastes. He lifted up the poor out of misery and multiplied their families like flocks of sheep. The upright will see this and rejoice, but all wickedness will shut its mouth. Whoever is wise will ponder these things and consider well the mercies of the Lord. That was Psalm 107 part 2 Psalm 108 My heart is firmly fixed O God My heart is fixed I will sing and make melody Wake up my spirit Awake, lute and harp, I myself will waken the dawn, I will confess you among the peoples, O Lord, I will sing praises to you among the nations for your loving kindness is greater than the heavens and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Exalt yourself Above the heavens, O God, and your glory over all the earth, so that those who are dear to you may be delivered.
shape with your right hand and answer me. God spoke from his holy place and said, I will exalt and parcel out Shechem. I will divide the valley of Sukkot. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah my scepter. Moab is my wash basin and on Edom I throw down my sandal to claim it and over Philistia will I shout in triumph who will lead me into the wrong city who will bring me into Edom have you not cast us off oh God you no longer call out oh God with our army Grant us your help against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. With God, we will do valiant deeds, and he shall tread our enemies underfoot. Numbers 20 and 14 through 29. Lessons. Lessons number 20 and 14 through 29. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh and to the king of Edom, quote, Thus says your brother Israel, you know all the adversity that has befallen us, how our ancestors went down to Egypt, and we lived in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians oppressed us and our ancestors. And when we cried to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. And here we are. Kadesh, the town on the edge 
your territory. Now, let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will go along the king's highway, not turning aside to the right hand or to the left until we have passed through your territory. But Edom said to him, quote, You shall not pass through, or we will come out with the sword against you. The Israelites said to him, We will stay on the highway, and if we drink of your water, we and our livestock, then we will pay for it. It is only a small matter. Just let us pass through on foot. But he said, You shall not pass through. And Edom came out against them with a large force, heavily armed. Thus, Edom refused to give Israel passage through their territory. So, Israel turned away from them. They set out from Kadesh, and the Israelites, the whole congregation, came to Mos, came to Mount Hor. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor, on the border of the land of Edom. Let Aaron be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land that I have given to the Israelites, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and his son Eliezer, and bring them up Mount Hor. Strip Aaron of his vestments and put them on his son Eliezer. But Aaron shall be gathered to his people and shall die there. Moses did as the Lord had commanded. They went up Mount Hor in the sight of the whole congregation. Moses stripped Aaron of 
his specimens. He gave them on his and put them on his son Eliasa. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Moses and Eliasa came down from the mountain. When all the congregation saw that Aaron had died, all the house of Israel mourned for Aaron thirty days. Romans, New Testament, Bible, Romans, six and one through eleven. Romans chapter six and verses one through eleven. Six and one through eleven. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin go on living in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptisms into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father so we too might walk in newness of life or if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed. And we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For 
whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The Bible Gospel Matthew The book of Matthew 21 chapter 21 and 1 through 11. Matthew 21 and 1 through 11. 21 verses 1 through 11. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, quote, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied in a coat with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, quote, the Lord needs them. And he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet saying, quote, Tell the daughters of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and 
on a coat. The foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the coat and put their cloaks on them and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, quote, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Prayer. O Lord, make us have perpetual love and reverence for your holy name for you never fail to help and govern those whom you have set upon the sure foundation of your loving kindness through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Ah.
audacity of hope. To find hope in the midst of despair is a sacred thing born of wings we cannot remember we once had, not knowing we will have them again. To wrench joy from the jaws of unthinking degradation is a triumph beyond compare. To find solace in the swirling abyss of sorrow is as courageous an act as we might perform. To seek beauty in a massive pile of scattered dreams is cradling a tender innocence that cannot die. To find sanctuary within a crevice of noise is a display of unconscious heroism. To create within the rubble of destruction is elaborating upon the tenets of bravery. To have faith when the sky is crashing around you is to demonstrate the strengths of being more than merely human. To rise again from the grief that befell you is to succeed in gathering wisdom. To gather wisdom from such agony is a sacred thing born of wings.